Well, for several weeks now, Pastor Wayne has been taking us through the book of Proverbs, challenging us to know and walk in wisdom. So a good question for us along the way is, how are we doing? How do we know if we're making any progress on that front? Well, in the book of James, we're given at least one way to evaluate this. James chapter 3, verse 13 says this, Who among you is wise and understanding? Let him show by his good behavior his deeds in the gentleness of wisdom. James here says that if you're wise, there'll be two results. First, true wisdom is not mere knowledge. It should manifest in right living, right action, good deeds, good behavior, he calls it. Don't merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. And second, he adds that those good deeds should be done in a certain manner, in the gentleness of wisdom, the gentleness of wisdom. Now, some translations say the meekness of wisdom, but the point is the same. Godly wisdom is characterized by humility and gentleness in its application. This means it matters what we do, but it also matters how we do it. If we try to speak truth into others' lives, but we do it with arrogance or harshness or anger, that's unlikely to be true wisdom, nor is it the fruit of the Spirit. Consider again Galatians 5.22, where we're told, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and then gentleness. Now, when we hear gentleness, some of us think softness, weakness, someone who is sweet and harmless, but also maybe powerless to accomplish anything great. Motivational posters will challenge us to be fierce or resilient or brave, but rarely do you see a t-shirt that says, dare to be gentle. Now, biblical gentleness or meekness doesn't mean weakness. It's much better defined as power under control, strength, but with humility. Consider two examples of this. We have Moses in Numbers chapter 12. Miriam and Aaron begin to grumble against Moses there. They appear to be jealous, and they say, has the Lord indeed spoken only through Moses? Has he not spoken through us also? They begin to challenge his authority. Now, of all people, Moses probably had pretty good grounds to respond pretty strongly, maybe even pretty harshly to them, and say, do you know who you're talking to? Right? I received the Ten Commandments from God himself. He raised me up. He worked miracles through me. I see him face to face, and you're challenging my authority? But that's not what he says. Instead, right when we expect to hear his response, the Bible tells us in verse 3 that Moses was very meek, more than all the people who were on the face of the earth. He didn't need to be harsh or fight for his honor. In fact, we're given no response from him at all. How was this famous man able to resist a shouting match, an argument with them? Because he was meek, humble, gentle, and his trust was anchored in God, and he waited on God to clear his name. And indeed, he was proven right as God comes to his defense and rebukes Miriam and Aaron quite strongly, in fact. When we're anchored in God, we need not be flustered. In confidence and peace, we can wait on God to accomplish things in his timing. Our ego may cry, I have to be right, though. <laughs> but in gentle humility, we can instead say, I have to be right before God, and no one else's opinion matters. In contrast, if we rely on ourselves and our own strength, we'll be tempted to force a solution to make things be as they should. 
And this harsh approach rarely has the good outcome that we intend. A second example of gentle strength, of course, is Jesus. Here's how he describes himself in Matthew 11:28. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Now, one chapter later in Matthew 12:20, it describes Jesus as prophesied by Isaiah: A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out he has brought justice through to victory. See, when Jesus came first, he didn't come with swords and armies to crush his enemies. He didn't come with harshness and destruction, but with gentleness and patience. Even a smoldering wick with just an ember of warmth left to it, he wouldn't quench. Now, why? Why was he so gentle even to his enemies? Romans 2 verse 4 gives us one answer. Paul there warns those who are still harboring sin, saying, Or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? See, Christ's gentleness leads us to repentance in life. And we are called to gentleness for the same reason. Consider 2 Timothy 3.24. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth. And they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. Why correct others with gentleness? Because we wish for them to be brothers, not enemies. We, like Jesus, should desire that those in error not be destroyed or crushed, but brought to their senses and true repentance that they might live. Now, if Christ is so gracious to his enemies, how much more will he be gentle to his sheep, his children? Now, do you ever feel like that bruised reed or smoldering wick barely hanging on with a little glowing ember left? Ever feel your prayers might not be good enough or your faith strong enough? Your Christian progress a little too slow? Your failings and sin too strong or have gone on too long to receive God's forgiveness? Look to Jesus, who is gentle and patient, and who is able to strengthen you to be gentle with those around you. Let us strive by his power in the gentleness of wisdom in our daily living, joining God in his patient work of bringing many to repentance and life. This reminds us of our need to confess our sins, so let's do so now silently, remembering that our God is a gracious, merciful.